Welcome to our podcast, Wild Women Within. My name is Brenda Rock and my co-hosts are Helena Barker. Hello. And Margaret Wolf. Hi. This is a podcast for thinking and inquisitive women and those who identify as women. In our episodes, we set out to explore how it is to be in the body and mind at the many different stages of this life. We share our own life experiences, as well as our collective knowledge of working in the different areas of women's health and well-being. We would love for you to come along thinking and come away thinking and questioning a little bit more, maybe having more awareness and opening up to the idea that we are all different in our own ways and through kindness to ourselves and each other, we can lift each other up. This is the beginning of you. In this episode, we're going to chat about what it's like to be a 21st century woman, body image, having it all, eye roll, and community. Welcome back, everyone. Hi. <coughs> Hello. I thought you were going to forget about us there, Margaret. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just checking my phone. <laughs> 21st century woman? Yeah, see if I have any more followers. <laughs> So, 21st century woman. We all are the one. We all are one of them. What does it mean, I wonder? Like, what's our perception of ourselves as a 21st century woman? You were born in the 21st century? Are we supposed we to know? In the 20th century. Ah. Mm. <laughs> what century is this? 21st. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess how different it is for us now. There's a lot more opportunities for us now. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. And there's also a lot more pressure for us now to look and behave yeah. a certain way. What's expected of us mm-hmm. too. Um like the I'm gonna jump to the body image and body type because you talk a lot about that, Margaret, with the groups as well, don't you? Yes. So um yeah, I talk to to the young girls about body image and body types, and really trying to m- promote that they look at the look at themselves through more of a functional le- functional lens, um, you know, rather than aesthetically, which we touched on in the last. I know. I really. I'm. I'm going. I have to write that down or something because I think that's really good. But the function functional, functional lens. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but um, I suppose with the young girls, apart from it's such a huge change in the adolescent years with their menstrual cycle and it's so important for nutrition um, and to stay healthy and body image can really affect nutrition and training and mm-hmm. things because they're trying to be something that pr- is possibly very unlike their body type mm-hmm. um, So and they live in the 21st century and the media mm. is bonkers absolutely catr- catastrophic I think we can all agree affecting them Social media really um, affects that age group more yeah. than anyone. With my little facts that I love. Um, so there was a study in 2005 that showed that body dissatisfaction, dissatisfaction can be increased by as little as five minutes of exposure to thin and beautiful images in women who already have a high, thin, ideal internalisation. And this but this isn't just young women, though, is and it? And men. Mm. Yeah, no, it is. You know, I know it's all, friends and all who women, are... Yeah. Mm. But I suppose, like, say, five minutes. How long do you spend looking at images or scrolling on social yeah. media? That's crazy. A lot longer than it? five minutes. Yeah. 
So the science and the evidence shows that it does affect, it does affect then how you see your body. Mm. I mean, when you think, Just, you know, for us it would have been magazines and mm-hmm. stuff, but but now it's just on your fingers. It's there, whenever. yeah, it's constantly popping up. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the are, are some of the things that is a good way of seeing if you have some body image concerns, like what they look like. Um, so this is kind of you might have one or two of these um, kind of behavior patterns. So food monitoring mm. or obsessing about food, um, food restriction, focused on your weight or the scales, comparing yourself constantly to others, which is a big thing with girls, um, which I'll, I, I'll chat about in a second, and or, and or excessive exercising. So like, it's just crazy when you think about it. I don't like any of the diet culture and I don't like anybody saying that any food is bad if it's a chocolate bar or because there's so much in the media about this food is good for you. Protein, this protein, that Mm. blah, 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 you know, but you can't eat a spud. Mm. And I don't think that really if you take away the emotion and that like analyzing the food, if you take that away, most human beings will make the right choice yeah. because food is just fuel for yeah. bodily functions yeah. but it's m- the media and society that tells you differently yeah. um, and then food restriction mm-hmm. like I will see young children saying oh I can't eat that that's bad it's a slice of bread mm. it's not bad yeah. that's horrific. because what does that lead on to mm-hmm. um, and then if you think about the weight well that's ridiculous because th- social media the media if you google what is a healthy female? If you Google an image of a healthy female, like do it right now, I everybody, think grab your phone. I dread to think what comes <laughs> up. What comes up? It's not Kim it's Kardashian. It's Helena. It's not Kim Kardashian. <laughs> it's a blonde, tall, skinny, <laughs> boobs, red lipstick, female looking happy as hell. But that does not, not mean that she is healthy. Yeah. So, if you know, that's what the world tells you is healthy. Mm. Um, and... The comparing yourself to others, I find that really interesting. And I try to say this a lot to girls and like not just girls, but, you know, older females. So if you see a girl. okay, so the female brain is designed that we crave to be liked. Yeah, we crave to be part of a group and we crave, you know, this community. And it comes from, I suppose, um, if you think of caveman or whatever that era era um, where we need a community to protect our Mm -hmm. offspring. We are not lone rangers. Yeah. Um, we need to have friends and society oh, I'm having a controversial now but society has made out you know oh you don't have to be liked I'm cool how I am I don't care you do care because most of the brains are programmed for females to want to be liked well I mean if we didn't care why is social media so popular mm. yeah so like kids are so why confused checking how many likes yeah. and this and but that if, and like I just was but if you see a girl <laughs> So you have a friend or a girl or a female, like it doesn't matter what age, okay? And you see her and she is liked and she is popular. And she looks a certain way. A lot of the times, other females think, well, if I look like her, I can be happy Mm. and I can be her. But then if you get into the science, there is different body types. So it's, again, just to do with your genetics and Mm. your DNA. So they're called ectomorphs, endomorphs and mesomorphs. And they all mean different things, you know, long, short, stock, faster, slower, endurance, etc. And cultural, not culturally, but even like where you are from in the world as well. Exactly. Completely. Absolutely. 
And if you are looking at a girl who has loads of friends and the boyfriend and she's successful or she's married or she has kids or whatever and she looks a certain way and you think, well, if I look like her, then I will be her. And then I can have that happiness. Yeah, but if you're not the same body type as her, if we're just sticking with body, um, you will have to go into the bracket of unhealthiness. So say if you want to be you know slimmer and you're naturally maybe a little bit short and stockier mm-hmm. which has its own benefits you will have to go into some sort of a calorie deficit yeah. you will have to like decrease your nutrition um or train more or in the other way if you want to be muscly or or you know a m- lot more muscle mass because some girls some females are quite slight and they find it hard to gain muscle mm. then you'll probably have to take some sort of um of a of a Supplement. supplement yeah 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 so either spectrum so unrealistic isn't it yeah um and the big thing that i would say is that we're all missing and it's not only to do with body type i'm talking a lot here i know you're no, like, no, shut no, up it's, brilliant. No, no, it's no, great no. i love it um is and and you know this we talk about this loads of time is that as human beings we have no body awareness mm-hmm. but if you can just support and trust in your body true awareness you then will know when you're hungry You'll know when you're thirsty. You know when you're full. You know when you're uncomfortable. You know when you have pain. You know when you need to go to the bathroom. Um, and just knowing these sensations allows, allows you to make the choice to know your limitations, to nourish your body, to hydrate, to communicate, to just trust yourself as an individual. You will be the best version of yourself. That's the, and You know, that is something, I'm going to throw in my little yoga plug here, that is something <laughs> that yoga has mm-hmm. taught me from the very beginning is that and it did you know I can remember doing some poses um at the very beginning of this of me my yoga journey or whatever and not having a clue what I was doing thinking I had to look a certain way Mm -hmm. thinking I had to be like Molly beside me all of this and then as as you go on you're going it's not that Mm -hmm. it's you this is whatever shape your body's taking whatever form it is how you feel in it is it feeling good is it feeling you know nice all of that type of thing too you know so you you definitely get that internalize internalize it it, yeah but people people have no clue no like even in in the clinic when they come in um they they just don't have any ownership of their body. Everything wants something, pay for it, put it in a box, wrap Absolutely. it up. Absolutely, I see that all the time. And yeah. it's 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 insane. Mm-hmm. And it like really basic. If everybody just listened to, a body is just a machine. Mm-hmm. It has everything that we need. And it, if you trust it and learn to use it as and a machine, fuel it correctly. I, but like I mean, if you have a computer and um. Like it's it. It, no, but like just you. It's designed to work. Yeah, mm. like we're we disabling are. it. Like, but your body is a computer, and you're just disabling it by yeah. not enabling it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And by not listening to it. Yeah, totally gone off body type. No, there. No, but no, no. But it's you know, yeah. Um, and 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 unfortunately, social media and the twenty first. I feel, and that's what I'd say in the talk, especially to the mothers. I'm like, the world has changed so much for these girls. It, I mean, it is. It's scary, scary. But, yeah. but as adults, 
we need to we need to recognize this and we're we're exposed to it as well mm-hmm. like i mean of every spectrum that's the teenage girl then you have someone who's pregnant and they think they should look this way when they're pregnant then you have someone postpartum and they think they should look this way then you have menopause they're all about strength now in the menopause and suddenly you have all these women coming out that look toned as hell and you think yes. oh well i'm menopausal and all i'm doing is putting on weight and there's your one over there and she's like buff yeah what am i doing wrong <laughs> yeah like isn't it? And where is it at the menopause? You should be getting to the stage where you're. But again, not, it's, we're not. not don't give a shit about it. Like again, yeah. the menopause has been shoved under the carpet, like teenage periods mm-hmm. and like periods have, yeah. and it hasn't been discussed. And it's only really in the past two years yeah. and that we're getting changing. more men- menopause yeah. awareness. Yeah. It is. It's changing. Thankfully, thankfully. Well, it has to. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. can remember like 20 not even less than 20 years gone I'd you know a photo would be taken and I would like to think that I have good a healthy body you are beautiful you are a healthy amazing body image of myself <laughs> but that I would have looked at pictures of myself and thought oh I'm a bit fat there mm-hmm. like I think we've all done that then. yeah do you know yeah. and then know, but do you, can I just say though you get to you get to and I'm I'm probably two stone heavier than I was uh 20 10 years ago you get to this stage and you're kind of going well hold on a second but this is my body it's okay yeah but you look this amazing who Brenda. i am but it doesn't you. matter um you know and exactly it, it's it, you, you make again it's another thing you make peace with mm. you know and as long as you're healthy yeah. and healthy is the, is the key and um again i'll probably get in trouble for saying this as well um say it say it ah, so you know if somebody is overweight and they're mm. in an unhealthy bracket, um, you know, the world is a little bit then on the other side of, oh, everything's OK, everything's OK. But you still need to look at yourself as, as your health. If your health mm. health isn't affected, that's fine. You know, so so sometimes, you know, there is women and they do need to lose weight. And that's mm. a fact. Because it will affect their heart. It will affect well, their everything. health. The period, but again, it comes back to taking ownership of the body and listening to the cues. Yeah, um, you know, because there is a lot, but uh, full spectrum social media. There's a lot of, you know, it's uh, it's cool to be this and it's cool to be that. But I think people are forgetting as well. Taking ownership doesn't mean that you have to go and do all these crash things and all those craziness. It's basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Hydrate. Yeah. Eat properly. Reduce your stress. Sleep well. You know. Rest. Rest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rest. Reduce your environmental stress. Mm-hmm. Do you know that if you just rest for like 15 mm-hmm. minutes every day, the change that that will make on your nervous system? Lowers your cortisol and you're just, yeah. yeah totally. Tell mm-hmm. us how you rest. Yeah. Well, you can rest in different ways. Rest can be um, kind of sitting down and reading a book. It can be listening to a guided relaxation it's something where you're nervous now the book would have to be something nice it can't be like you know <laughs> criminal mind yeah exactly <laughs> psycho killer yeah a nice a nice book <laughs> you know your cup of tea blah 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 you're taking time out for yourself go you know and that because i'd have some people say to me oh i can't rest can't sit down mine's going the whole lot so start with that mm. start doing something like that and then work it into you know, lying down for 15 minutes, set your alarm. Even if you're just, you know, sitting there listening to some nice music or lying there listening to and some this, nice music. this does cross different cultures as well. Yeah. Like it's a big thing in Chinese medicine. I'm a sucker for having a 20 minute lie down in the middle of the day yeah. to revitalise my chi. Yeah. 
you know, a nap, siesta, yeah. whatever you want to call it. You like. Look at the siestas, yeah. Mm, two and a half. Let's go and live so in Greece and have a two and a half hour nap. I know it's so important. <laughs> it's so important, and that that ties in then, like with that, you know, twenty first century woman, the glorification of busy. Mm. Like we're nothing unless we're busy. Our success equates to busyness, mm-hmm. and you know that feeling guilty of. You know, le- for example, last week, so sunny, it was gorgeous. The three of us went off to the beach, yeah, did all lovely. of that. You know, th- there's there's people that will do that and feel bad mm-hmm. because they've taken time out to do something like that. You know, where do we, I mean, how does, oh yeah, I know, it's like, how does where does that all come from? And that that's where I'll start ranting on the whole thing. Rant of, away, Brenda. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> the industrial age and how that changed mm-hmm. how we work and how we think and fitting everything into an eight hour day and your sleep has to be eight hours all the way like we don't sleep a no. full eight hours you wake up a couple of times it comes in cycles everything comes back to cycles um what's the word I, i've lost my words your circadian circadian rhythm is it circadian rhythm. no i think we're so institutionalized to yeah. being doing all these things that it's so hard to get out of it yeah totally yeah and yeah you're so right about the glorification of busy i'm i'm not a nasty person unfortunately but i do see the benefits of rest as well yeah, but you take you will take time oh out. i will you take know, you time go out. home and stuff like that yeah, to see your mum exactly. and dad and that's you know, taking time yeah. out um yeah it's important to, to step back and and you know the whole thing of being a workaholic why are you workaholic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what are you, are you missing? running from? Mm. Anyway, we're uh, getting too new. deep on that <laughs> as well. Like, <laughs> but, but then again, d- yeah. I find my meditative, quiet practice can be a twenty-minute walk down the river. Perfect, without anything—phone, uh, earphones, anything—and mm-hmm. just absorbing yeah. nature, yeah. living in that now, which I'm really bad at. But when I do that, I'm living in that now. Yeah. Well, the, you know, there are studies out there that show that greenery and being out in nature and what that emits the energy that that emits mm-hmm. has a huge effect on us and we've all mm-hmm. seen that you yeah. know or during the lockdowns oh God, all of that. that you know people were outside a lot more and now you have the thing of like forest bathing and just What's forest bathing oh, just going out and lying down in the woods in the forest Jeez. yeah that sounds amazing doesn't it, <laughs> it i'm does. just thinking where did i get the time for that <laughs> See, that's the other thing as well isn't it <laughs> but it sounds amazing yeah though. and of course it doesn't mean you have to do it every day you the woods do it are yeah. your liver energy and that helps remove any frustration yeah. oh god i need to i need to plant you need to get a wood <laughs> plant a forest um, mm. I I find that if I and they use are going to shoot me down, but I find that if I watch some trash TV yeah. for like twenty minutes, mm. okay though, it switches my brain off all the well, list. Who was hooked on Love Island? You, exactly. not me. Me. Now the only thing <laughs> I didn't watch <laughs> the that. The only thing scoop with that, that is low. it's escapism mm. as well. Totally. And escapism and that's what it was is for me. fine. Escapism is fine, but you're not having that internal awareness of what's happening mm. when you when you do that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, below deck Mediterranean, <laughs> biggest fan, absolutely. What is love that? It. Have oh you not seen? God. Okay, so I obviously don't oh, watch no. actual <laughs> trash TV. Well, meet me, me the two of us. Yeah. So <laughs> it, uh, escapism is great. It's fine. Your brain will switch off, but it's not that. It's not you're not connecting mm-hmm. into yourself. You're not connecting into that 
place, you know, that lovely feeling that you get of calm and peace and well-being after you've gone for your walk on mm. all that kind of thing. That doesn't happen after you no. watch. Definitely doesn't happen after I watch Below Deck Mediterranean. Mm. You know, so it's it's encouraging. 20, 15, 20 minutes. And I know that is a huge ask. That's a huge ask. I'll find days where I miss it. I don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't do it and I know I'm missing it. And then I'll try and do it. I think the thing is, again, staying in the moment with all of that. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't happen, don't start kicking yourself. That, oh my God, I didn't do my meditation today or I didn't do my rest today. Do it tomorrow. That's the thing. A lot of people as well have all these lists saying, oh yeah, I must go and do me sea swim. I must go and do me meditation. Yeah. I must go for yeah. a walk. And it's just not possible. Yeah, because then that starts adding pressure. That, there's that pressure as well as the the visual. Yeah pressure of how yeah. you're meant to look and act and yeah and I do find sometimes I will get like the little bit of um a kickback from and this is no like with the deepest respect from the mums because they're trying to do so much you know like where are they find in the time if especially if they're working full time they're going and 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 then coming home and this comes back to that thing of like having it all like mm-hmm. is that is that the biggest myth that women can have it all i think that we have again controversial cut our nose off to spite our face um i think that women you know wanted inverted commas equality um and now you have to be the ceo of a company that you have founded and run you have to be the most amazing mother in the world you have to look fabulous um skin hair nails makeup mm, body everything 24/7. um and be a great friend to all of your mm. besties and an auntie and a sister and it's exhausting everything Everything. Serena Williams did a post on this, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She retired there and she said something about like how she was she was postpartum depression mm-hmm. and she then went on to win she had the pressure to yeah. go and win one of the, anyway, it was it was a great post. Mm. You read it, I think yeah. you shared it as well. Yeah. Like you so you're but she was uh, under so much pressure to still perform yeah. when she was going through all those changes. Like say you're a nurse. Mm-hmm. And you have to be really present at work. Um, you know, when you have to be doing an amazing job looking after your patients. But if your child is at school and they fall and they hurt themselves and the school rings you, but you don't have your phone on you because you're nursing mm-hmm. and you don't answer. Like automatically, when the mother finds out, she feels ridiculous guilt. Mm-hmm. And people will make her feel guilty. Oh, little Joey, he would just wanted his mommy. So what, but you didn't what, come home for six hours. What would it mean then? Because it is, we do need, we do, like, I know you say women wanted equality. And I think that is, I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so that if a woman does want to become CEO. But it's not equal. She has no. a choice there. But maybe it's a thing of like getting the men folk to, to come to a level with us where... I don't know what I'm trying to say, that they yeah, try to and do step a bit up more a bit. to understand it a little bit more. So have you heard of the mother load? 
No. no. So this is a mental load. There's lots of books and research and everything done on it. The mother load. So it's the mental load, the invisible load that you can't see on a female. Mm. Men don't have it. They're just, no. and I'm not a man basher, <laughs> um, not on air. Uh, but it's not, <laughs> like, it's it's not, they're just not programmed that way. So the yeah, list, like it's that hormone, like isn't the, it? The okay, I've got to get that on the wash. I have to do yeah. the shop. Mm. I've got to yeah. pack. Yeah. I've got to, you know, nobody then, else knows what that no. list is. Mm. And then when you have children, um, that list goes on to you. Mm. You know, doctor's appointments, hospital appointments, dentists. But why? Clothes. Like clo- children grow. So you have to. I, one time I said to my husband, uh, I was ranting at him. regular occurrence and uh, I was trying to explain this to him I didn't have a word for her at the time the mother oh now I do he loves that and um, I was saying you know how so we had a baby and a baby comes out (laughs) and it's in not to three months say vests and baby grows in clothes and all that crack or newborn whatever and then suddenly it goes from not to three six to nine so I said to him where did you get the vests for the baby and the baby grow? Where did you get them? Did you, where did you get them? And he's like, I got them on the shelf. And I'm like, how do you think they got mm. on the shelf? Mm. And he's just going, uh, uh, like, they were there. No, no, the naughty tree were bought by me. Then I realised child is growing. I clear the naughty tree. I go to the shops. I buy all of the six to nine. I put the six to nine on on the shelf. I put away the naughty tree store for maybe possible baby to two, baby two. Then they get dirty. Mm. I wash them. I put them back on. I'm constantly thinking well, of what, do they fit? What did he say when you said that? I don't. I don't think much of it resonated. Well, the, the, because they can fall back. They <laughs> inverted commas <laughs> can fall back on the excuse. Well, I didn't know. Or yeah, par- I don't do it said. as good as you do. But and that suits. But that suits. Yes, that thinking as well, because mm. that's ingrained. That's systemically ingrained. And in but how do you fix it? Because yeah. if you and like I, if you say f that, I won't put those vests on the shelf. And the next time I'm at work and the baby shits themselves yeah. and there's poo. Everywhere with yeah. an exploded nappy, yeah. and he goes for the vest that, and the baby's screaming because it's getting hypothermia, and it is <laughs> insane. And there's no vest there. Then he'll know. Yeah. But next thing, click the mother load. Oh, but what about the baby? It'll be cold. Yeah. I, I don't want yeah. that to guilt, happen. Yeah. The guilt. Yeah. So you don't leave the vests, and it just continues. And that's just like, uh, I mean... That's just one thing. Yeah, it's, it's you know, often I... Whoops, I, I, I might come home from work and uh, I'll say... Or I'll, no, so I'll come home from work late. Everyone's asleep. Uh, I'll go to the fridge. Oh, for fuck's sake. Mm. There's no milk. There's mm. no bread for breakfast. What are the kids going to eat? And, and and then you s- I say, you know, husband's asleep. Did you, did you check? There's nothing for me to feed the kids in the morning. But how do we change that? I, yeah. I, I don't know. Would I love to not worry about the the milk and the bread and not and then not sleep and get up extra early to go to the shop, and so and some of it is or feed them chocolate. Yeah, Yeah. and some of it is like, but I've seen the cases of that where it becomes a control thing Mm. with some women over. Oh yeah, completely family over the the kids as well. Um, Yeah, so there's the other side of all of that too with the hundred percent. Yeah, where you won't let your partner do anything. And that's really detrimental. Yeah. That's terrible. Literally yeah. from day dot you would have to like no, I wouldn't be like I'm not like that at all. But yeah. I see I treat lots of women and then they think they can do it all and then it's so 
overwhelming mm. and then they try to get the, the the man to change or the husband or the partner or whatever but they don't it's not their fault they don't know they don't know how yeah, to feed exactly. they don't know how yeah. to wash like I have have some women oh Jesus no I wouldn't he wouldn't know how to turn on the washing machine yeah. like, okay like those kind of things but still it's the it's the invisible like I can leave dirty washing for three weeks until he washes it yeah. because haha you have no clothes now yeah. but that doesn't affect the children no. When the children come into play, it's very difficult. Yeah, I know. But does that mean, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's so. And another thing I once said about the sleep, I'm not dissing the rest, but I said about sleep uh, in a post once about if you look up any anything that's wrong with anyone, whether even if it's just like to have nicer skin, everything says sleep. Sleep is so important. Yeah. What about well, if you can't? Or what about if your child doesn't sleep? Yeah, yeah exactly. I remember that post. You yeah, got a lot yeah. of reaction to it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if your child doesn't sleep? You have yeah. no control over and that. That's, and, but that, and then that goes back as well to that thing of rest. I'm like, don't be dissing the rest. Um, that you know, to where can you find the time to do that? How would you do that? And you look at say cultures where the community would bring up a child yes. so that the somebody would take the child away and the mum would have mm-hmm. time out you know to to chill or that's, do whatever that's a she, big thing in um china not so much in the westernized parts of china but like if you had um if you have a baby you're basically told to stay in bed yeah and everyone comes to you mm-hmm. they wash your hair oh you just God. you basically just feed the baby and everyone else brings everything to you yeah, yeah. you know for about 6 weeks it's community but you it? see that's the thing do you think because we want it all like i said cut your nose off spite your face mm. we've lost that because yeah. there's nobody at home yeah mm. women are gone mm. to work yeah. there's no community of neighbors and no. like when mm. i was a child m- my mom and the neighbors like all the i'm not saying women shouldn't have a, a, a career but i'm just saying what's the answer so there was always the moms were at home yeah. and if uh, my mom was going somewhere i just went down the road to the other person exactly yeah and it, that's the way it went. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, and maybe as well, like another thing that I sometimes, and I'll see this with some women too, like is the, especially the grandmothers. Mm. So, you know, where they end up taking the role mm. of looking after the child, which is fine, mm-hmm. which is fine. If they want to do it. If they want to do mm-hmm. it. Because... Surely you've gotten to that stage in your life. You've raised your children. Mm-hmm. And you want um, to live your life. You want to live mm-hmm. a little bit of your life, particularly if you've been doing like, if you've been a 20th century woman and pretty much the same as what we, you know, 21st century woman, if you've been doing that. But the the thing around that is, you know, and the child care, all of that type of thing. They're like an unspoken army of people who are looking after children while people go out to try and make money to pay their mortgages, to pay mm-hmm. their rent, to buy their car, mm-hmm. all of that type of thing. It's like, who does it? Ser- who is it serving? Who is that serving? That no type one. of... I did um, a poll on my Instagram um, about the summer holidays. Did you see that? Yeah, I think so. And I asked a couple of different questions, you know. Um, and the results mm. were, what I summarised was... The majority of parents, and it's mostly women that would be voting, so the majority, say, of, of mothers want to spend summer holidays with their children. Yeah. The majority of, of them 
it puts their family under financial stress during the summer. Um, and the majority of them use grandparents to mind the children. Yeah. So in summary, because society will make you think, oh, she shouldn't have had kids if she didn't want to mind them. You know, she doesn't want to spend time with them. They expect, you know, the teachers to babysit them, mm. that school should be... But that's not the case. Parents, mothers, want, would love to have a summer holiday. They can't, and then they, it, they struggle financially, or their, grand, their parents take up the slack. Grandparents, older generation, which are the part of society that are forgotten about. Mm. They really that are. need to be looked after are mm. now taking the load yeah. of our generation. Of yeah, yeah. And, and society and governments don't give a hoot. Yeah. Yeah. Because the cost really of living, the yeah. parents need both parents need to work. Um and females have you know, we're in this situation now where like that, you're a CEO at home and at work and it's I added up um, my hours one week I know there's going to be like these petitions <laughs> save Margaret's husband God love him um, <laughs> added up my hours of physical work and then minding the children and presented him with it <laughs> and also presented to tell him how much it would cost to out outsource yes. my yes. services Um like, don't get me wrong, he works hard as well and etc. But I'm, I'm speaking from the female point of view. Um, and there was a study done a while ago that to outsource what a stay-at-home mom does is the equivalent of about 50 grand a year. I can imagine. Wow. Yeah. Totally. So, you know, you're, you're working, maybe making 50 so grand. So are we going to see... And you're doing the job of a 50 grand, but you ain't getting 100. Mm. Do you think mm. we'll see a time mm. where it'll go back to how our grandmothers were then? Where they know. stayed at home, well, a lot of brought up the kids. Yeah, a lot of people started homeschooling after yeah. the pandemic. Mm. Like, looked after the house. Like, And there's nothing wrong with that. Being there's a nothing wrong with that. is amazing. No. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with going to work. There's no, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. No, because absolutely. I wouldn't like to be a stay-at-home mom. No, but, but there's nothing go. wrong with that. Yeah. But I, I, the pressure. But there needs to be some kind of balance with it all. Mm. And I don't know how we get there. Uh, I have and no solution. Know how we get there? Because no solution. You mm. know, while social media is there, still flashing all these yummy mummies and how we're meant to look and, like you yeah. said, these buff, yeah, women. And also, oh, no, you know, not the parent shaming, mm. the mom shaming, mm. the female shaming, every mm. shaming. Mm. I, I don't s- look. Obviously, I'm not in that zone, but I don't see a lot of dad shaming. No. What was it? I saw a picture and it was like that one of them is the dad standing at the door and he's got a pizza box and it's like cool dad. And <laughs> then the mom standing beside and it's like she's got the same pizza box and it's like lazy mom. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Yeah. You just summarised it. That's it. Totally. Yeah. And if and all three of us just went yeah. oh, spiky instantly. Mm. And if you talk about if you say this, like I say this. It you know it still is. Oh, she's a bit mad that Margaret. <gasps> like I feel I'm the minority, mm. but you're not, Margaret. Thanks, Helena. But <laughs> but the but the, and the guilt for leaving, the guilt mm. for resting. But like if podcast, if we go back to podcast number one and how, um, if you think of reproducing, recreating, and keeping mankind alive. Mm. You'd need to mind the females. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. We need to be minded. But I don't know how you do that. No. 
I think we've gone too far in one direction. Mm. And personally, even I think and and aren't men a bit more built like cavemen? You know, they want to, to protect and mind and you know hunt and gather, but then and watch football. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then women are like, oh my god, I can do it all myself. You know, don't I don't need protection from anybody. I will lift that box myself because I'm strong. Because they talk like that. But but maybe, <laughs> maybe you should just be, yeah, go on, lift the box. Yeah. yeah. You're stronger than me. Because yeah. they are, physically. Some of them. Yeah, some of them. But I mean, uh, if you just cut it down on paper, science, yeah. normally, that's just... Well, after my boxing today, <laughs> in my workout, I'm like, I'm going to be doing everything now. <laughs> Feeling very strong. But you shouldn't feel inadequate. No, definitely not. Yeah. If, if, need to uh, get rid of social media. Anyway, we have That's absolutely no solution. No, no but it's. It. I just hope other people are talking about it and. I know to that figure out what yeah, yeah what is you, best for them. Yeah. If you're questioning your body and how it looks, um, think again. And if you're if you're punishing yourself for not looking a certain way, for not resting, yeah. and for not doing it all, yeah, know that there is a thing called the invisible mother road. Yeah. Mm. Possibly. Mm. And you don't have to be a mother, I no, don't think. No, you don't. No, you could call it the invisible woman load. Yes. <coughs> Do you know? Because yeah. I would definitely experience uh, elements of that too, yeah. like, for sure. For sure. So, I suppose, the book this week. It, <laughs> yes. Who has a book this week? It's me. And I'm, I'm wondering how I'm going to segue what we were talking about into the book that I've chosen. Maybe the fact that... What have you got? Um... That as twenty first ah. century women were a, were actually um, more open to talking about things, we're living longer. Mm-hmm. Um, we're you know, thankfully the conversation of menopause is a little bit more out there as well. And I think we probably will cover it more, won't we? Yeah. As oh yeah. We go definitely. On, it's a massive. Yeah. Well, I'll keep banging on about oh, it yeah. as well. So this <laughs> book is by the wonderful, amazing Kate Codrington, and she has a podcast as well. And Kate is so fantastic. She actually painted her house a purpley pink color and has been fighting her council in England because they wanted to change the color. And she's like, no. I'm leaving it that way and that's that. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, uh, punk rock, I'm down with her. So it's called Second Spring, The Self-Care Guide to Menopause. Um, and she talks, it's, do you know what as well? This, it's, and I have to tell her, I'm going to have to tell her um, what I love about it. What I love about it is, because when you have like perimenopause, menopause, your brain might just be sometimes a little bit foggy. So she has it in sections. There's no chapter that's too big. There's no paragraph that's too long. Oh, I love it already. Even the different, look at the different font types that she'll use, Mm. quotes from different people. So she breaks it up Mm -hmm. as well into chunks, into bite-sized pieces, if you want to call it. And then she gives you little practices to do and I have to say I'm like it's quite a big book I always get kind of scared when I see big thick books you're plowing but look at how far I've gotten through it and like that's only in in a few weeks for me that's huge and just looking at the back of it there it says says just a positive approach to menopause positive approach just changing that Mm -hmm. yeah the the wording around yeah yeah menopause I know it kind of digresses maybe the end of the world exactly yeah yeah um and then maybe you know for because uh, you know a lot of women that would be experiencing menopause may even be grannies as well you know a yeah. lot of a <coughs> lot of people i know my age mm-hmm. are now 
grannies. That always blows me away too. Um, and experiencing all of this and how it's so important. So that's my book. I would totally, absolutely recommend, recommend that to everybody yeah. who's experiencing um, later midlife, whatever. Um, and then I guess we'll do our little question of if there was something that you've heard in this podcast today that resonated with you and that has made you think, what can you do to implement positive change for yourself? What could you do? Out of what we've been talking about. God. I think I, I just need to rant less. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm thinking, God, no, all I do is give out. No, it's good. Um, no, it's good, it's to good. Rant. But I think we really need to figure out where we're going as a female being. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. a very bold question, but like, you know what I mean? Very, very loaded. Yeah. yeah. And we need to make it work for us. That's it, isn't it? Because mm. I know myself, I'm going to go off on maternity and I'm already thinking about how I'm going to change my work to make it work for me, hopefully. Yeah. That's my plan. Instead of being, this is my opportunity to not work myself to death and mm. change what I do. So I'm hoping I'm going to get some clarity on that. Before before I had the first baby, mm. he's six, um, I remember having these thoughts with myself. And then I thought to myself as a child and um, I decided that I actually wanted to be a mum that my children would be proud of. Mm -hmm. As in, you know, my mum is X, Y and Z and she did X, Y and Z and she's amazing and this is her legacy. Um, That's a nice that's yeah, nice. so returning to work, I didn't have the guilt. And, you know, um, Donica will say my mommy fixes people. And um, I don't know what Neela will say, my mom's mental. Um, <laughs> but but then, now that I'm so, like, uh, and then maybe I went into overdrive and mm. do too much. But mm. you two really, really transitioned in lockdown because you had to. Mm. Mm. and that shows great character and great strength from the pair of you like I just ploughed on as normal but you two had to completely transition through that mm. so that's a big learning curve too mm. yeah and, and there wasn't really much choice when you couldn't no well, there wasn't we you had no choice the two of you yeah. you really had to just Able get on with it open. Yeah. but what I was gonna say is that maybe for for a female um and if she is a mother Maybe her legacy is can be enough to just be there for her children, be you know, be there for herself and herself. Yeah. It's to try and find the balance, but it's it, it it's it's challenging. But there's nothing wrong with uh, like you know there's nothing wrong with having a career. No, um, and your children are proud of you. But sometimes it's hard to. Well, how do you get to the level of where you think what level is good enough? Yeah. That's a good question, and that even comes down to you know not having children as Completely. well. There's almost like a thing where you, yeah, because you don't have children, you should be, yeah, yeah, and you should be further ahead. That you should be demented. blah blah blah, mm. you know, because yeah. you don't have yeah. children. Or like Osher Brandy of all the time in the world. What oh, you at? My God! What do oh you be doing? Now tell you, if I was you, yeah. and now I'd be running the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy, isn't it? awful yeah it is crazy sometimes i'll even feel bad if i say i'm really tired at the moment <laughs> how like, dare what you have say you that? got to be tired about, yeah you know but those people need to shut the 
shut up. And do you think, again, not to back, I'm not going to say it, this is the last time I'm going to say I'm not a man basher, okay? I don't actually <laughs> care about either. The lady doth protest. Um, but, like, do men do that? You know, to each other. So say if, if Jack mm. said to John, so John, you know, I had, I had a lie down, would Jack go, jeez, you lazy shite Probably not, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. in a bit of a laugh for the crack, yeah. but not in a... In a bitchy kind of way. Or w- or would John think, oh God, Jack will think now that I'm terrible. But then why, but then why, 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 I mean, even saying that in a bitchy kind of way, why would we expect women to say it in a bitchy way? Instead mm. of saying, oh, that's, that's really good. You needed that. You needed that rest. You needed yeah. that rest. Good for you for doing mm. it. You know what, we're missing the community. There, it comes back to that again, yeah. doesn't We're it? missing the community and we all need to promote each other and yeah. lift each other up. Yeah. You know, and say, Brenda, oh, that's lovely. Be happy for exactly. each other. Be happy yeah. if you had a rest and be happy if you're winning at your job and yeah. ask, do you need some help? Yeah. And l- just lift mm-hmm. each other up. Yeah. And then women will feel more supported, perhaps. Yeah. Physically really, yeah. and mentally, emotionally, mm. because it, you can you can definitely feel lonely. I think. Yeah. Oh, totally. And then you start the comparison, and then the yeah. guilt and scrolling on social media. <gasps> so in summary, just get off, get off the gram. Get off the gram. Did we? Did you, did everyone say what they got? What they're going to implement? What are you going to implement? I'm going to stop ranting. No, I, did I, you see, say I implemented it? it just there. Oh, did you? Okay. <laughs> um. So what? You didn't know. say it. You didn't no, say I didn't, it. did I? I? I don't know. I'm not too sure. Twi- I suppose, again, it's that thing of maybe the guilt. Not mm. feeling Not feeling guilty. Because I'm not top of my game. But you are, Brenda. Or not, not, I don't mean it that way, but like because I'm not, or I don't know, because I don't have children, mm-hmm. not feeling guilty. Um... I don't know how to say it now, but having that experience, la la la, maybe uh, not feeling guilty about having that experience. Mm. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I'm taken away Mm. from it. Mm -hmm. Deep. Yeah. It's deep, man. Yeah. There's a lot lot on that. There's a lot. (laughs) So... I think that one's it that was this yeah so thanks everyone again for listening to this episode we hope it has given you some food for thought and to ensure that you never miss an episode feel free to like and subscribe please to stay up to date and share with your friends if you did like what we did please tell and share with your friends the more we talk the more we grow thanks very much everyone bye bye